preview time, Daggy and Beaver with you. The carnival's well and truly over, Beaver. Uh, it, it is winter racing in Sydney and Melbourne, that's for sure. Uh, we're still still a few winners there, so we're going to plough through and uh, have a look at that, as well as maybe touch on a couple of features elsewhere. Uh, and as we get to, into the proper Queensland carnival, we'll, we'll switch and preview some of those good, better meetings throughout winter. Uh, what's going on, Beaver? Yeah, it, uh, look, the fields have started to drop off a little bit, but um, yeah, still some still some winners in there. I guess um, it's that time of year where you start to see a few few little blowouts. It's just finding the right one, but. Uh, yeah, the, the, the carnivals in um, Queensland start to pick up and Adelaide, so a um, lot, lot to look forward to there, um, as well as uh, trying to find a few and pick the eyes out of Sydney and Melbourne. Yes, uh, we've got, uh, we'll kick off at Rose Hill where the rail is in the true beautiful day today, so it'll be a good track. Uh, I'm hearing the term rain bomb thrown around, so we'll keep an eye out on the rain apparently arriving in the afternoon and where that all heads. Um, apparently 40 mil, up to 40 mil predicted, but hopefully that arrives in the later half of the card. So we'll watch all that, but I've treated it as good for now. We kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. Plenty of debutantes. Has any of them caught your eye? Um, look, uh, pretty hard to line up. I'm going to go with Sovereign Fund, resuming. Um, its form last preparation was pretty good and uh, gets Jay Mack aboard. It's drawn well in gate three. Uh, enough to suggest by its trials that it was forward enough to run well here. Beautiful. I am just going to turn the video Recording on. in help. progress. Right, that helps as well. Uh, audio is intact, so uh, welcome aboard everyone watching via YouTube as well. Uh, I like the trials of... Um, I'm sort of against Sovereign Fund a bit here. Uh, pushed out in the trial. I like the trials of a couple of first starters, armed firsts. Line pretty well in both trials here. Uh, admittedly, Snatch O'Reilly, who it trolled against, went to went to the races and didn't do very much. Uh, and Ravenclaw, who just towed along behind Sovereign Fund and looked pretty good uh, under no riding, hidden the line there. Both at a reasonable price. Uh, let me just check this. They're both around the eight or nine dollar mark, uh, giving them a bit of a chance. Uh, and Dipsy Doodle's up and going and is already a city winner. So. Uh, next best for me, as the market suggests, but uh, maybe time for some fresh blood in this two-year-old ranks now. Race two, the Class 3 highway over 1,400 metres, uh, where King of Spades came to town last time and won well fresh uh, in a similar sort of race, actually. I think you can do similar here at about 16 bucks. Zach Lloyd jumping on. I think it's only that price because of the outside gate, but can probably posse up and get a decent enough run here. Uh, from Liz Tamana, who's going going well enough. Uh, I don't spend heaps of times on these highways, as you know, but they're the two I'm giving the top picks to at the price. What are you thinking here? Yeah, look, I, I've gone for Bianco Villano. Um, a bit worried about the 63 and a half. Um, that is a big weight, but if I if I go through its, um, its recent form, it's been pretty good, and uh, there was a lot to like about last run. It finished off very nicely. Um, and then prior to that, it's formed down at Albury and Wodonga, um, showed that it's got a good turn of foot there. Just wondering, uh, giving five and six kilos to some of this, if that's a little bit too much. Um, I did think, and I know you're going to sound the sirens, but I think the Masara horse, just four, um, a bit mm. concerned about the, the gate, but it was a really good win last start. It, um, it finished off that race nicely, and I think this horse is, is not the worst in this race. Um, runs runs well in this. Um, 
just the gate that's a bit of a concern, but um, with any scratchings, uh, which is probably comes in one or so there, uh, if you can get in and get a decent run, you can finish down the middle. Beautiful. The third is a Benchmark 72 Midway. Who do you like in this one? I'm pretty keen on Raffle. Um, I liked it first up and I wasn't disappointed in the run. Um, the Warwick Farm straight didn't suit and it got a little bit out of its ground there over the 1400, but I thought it hit the hit the line really nicely here, gets the claim. So it's only carrying 55 um, and gets the extra 100 metres here. It'll be further improved. Just hopefully it doesn't get too far and doesn't set itself too big a task, but I think um, gate 12 suits and it can run really well. Yeah, I started, I guess, similar to you. I threw all the May Rose lead up form in the bin and went elsewhere. So, obviously, Rathville, you've covered off. Uh, and the two at a price, Crystal Waters coming off a couple of wins in form there. And Decadent Tail, who's coming off uh, a fairly nice win at Newcastle. Uh, so, both drawn to swoop if you're looking for anything away from the favourite. But I do think, uh, as you said, Rathville, very hard to beat, finishing off well behind um, a decent enough horse, oh, flying horse, in fact, in Cubbling. Uh, looks pretty good to me as well. 1,200 metre benchmark, 72. Uh, it's a story of the rest of the day. We've got these benchmark races and they're all big fields. Tricky to line up. Fresh horses, uh, plenty going on to you looking for value. I um, in, in this one, though, I've ended up with uh, the favourite on top, that all being said, but at a reasonable price, Flag of Honour. Uh, spent, spent all its career in some pretty good races. Uh, coming back from group company now to take on some winter horses. Often back of a couple of nice trials, won the latest pretty comfortably, and I think runs well here. Gets J-Mac just for good measure. And then I went looking for the uh, Warwick Farm lead-up away from that, which left me for Lavish Empire, and so good, so cool. Uh, both in the race here, they um coming through the Metro form behind Exilatus. I think that lines up okay for this. Uh, if even luck, I think he'd probably cover all three there. Uh, I, is Valency coming up here or staying in Melbourne, have you heard? don't know at this stage. I think it'll probably stay in Melbourne, but yep. it's um, only guessing. Yeah, I'd, I'd treat it similarly. Uh, what are you thinking? Mate, I've gone for contemporary. I thought there was a lot to like about the first up run, and um, if you go back uh, prior to the spell, its maiden win was was very good at Randwick um, over the 1100, beat Ramones and um, beat it quite easily, beat it by th over three lengths. Um, first up again... Got back out of the ground at Warwick Farm and made up really good ground there on the heavy track. Um, I think he can run really well here. Drawn gate seven, gets the claim of Zach Lloyd, gets in at 54 and a half. Um, could run well. Yeah, fair call. Uh, absolutely. Race five, benchmark 88, 1200 metres. Democracy Manifest has chosen to go to the tougher race later perhaps against its uh, better chances, but we'll get to that. So what are you thinking in this one, though? Yeah, tricky little race. Um, I've gone for Valmaster uh, resuming here. I think it's a course with a bit of potential. Um, went well at its couple of trials, and then when it was uh, last in work, uh, they took it to up to Gold Coast uh, in January and ran really, really well there. And had some good runs back in Sydney uh, behind the likes of Dehorned Unicorn. I think uh, that sort of lines up well here. I was a bit disappointed with Kips Bay last start. Yes. First up was outstanding. And then I didn't know what to make of that run. I'm not sure why they didn't try and lead on it again. It was really never in the race. Um, 
So it'd be interesting to see what tactics they take here. Um, so I wouldn't rule it out, but uh, I've gone just Valmaster. Perhaps right in between the lines, the Wallace table like the chances of Valmaster, which is why the other horse has gone elsewhere. I'm, I'm, I guess my better judgment left with it on top because it does have to do it on race day. It's been nearly three years since it's won, but the trials were fantastic this time. I mean, uh, J-Mac's gone on. Uh, I think they've, they'll think they've found a reasonable race for it here down the bottom of the weights as well. Uh, Hellfest, next best, might well be best horse per se from last week for this. Trials were good. And Zach Lloyd, as you said, the Lloyd-Godolphin uh, combination flying. Uh, Fox Fighter, I would have been keener on. The, the Apprentice doesn't really inspire me with confidence, but he's has come back in pretty good order. And with Karen going on Kips Bay, I just decided to leave it out. I was disappointed last time. Uh, anyway, race six. Benchmark 88, the staying contest on the card, or one of them, 1,800 metres, uh, where I spent a bit of time on this, and I ended up actually just coming back to, uh, well, a couple at a price here. First is Silent Agenda, who is fine, going pretty well at midweeks, comes to the right sort of uh, Saturday race to hit, uh, gets to 1,800 metres, where it's four from five, uh, and... Meets a winnable race, up and going, ahead of some freshies. The lack of pace in this race left me a bit scratching my head, and I thought a horse, perhaps, like um, Warning, if with the apprentice on, we just mentioned Jess Stanley, but it's, if he's given one job here, which is go straight to the front from gate one, can give you sight at 20s, uh, has done similar, admittedly, under Nash and one in Sydney, so I thought uh, may do similar here, because I couldn't find a great deal of other pace, maybe... Maybe mystery shot on Navajo Peak leads it up, but uh, that's the way I was looking at it. But quality time can also improve. Just didn't go at all in the wet last time and, and might start favouring and win this, actually. But what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going for quality time. Um, for that reason, I think it comes back in grade uh, substantially here against a, a pretty mediocre field. And those runs, um, you know, it didn't go in the wet last start, so you can put a line through that. But prior to that, Enlisted Company was a nice run and an open company behind Wunamek. Um, it's got a little bit of ability. Um, they've expected it to run well this time in and, and probably, except, you know, the first two runs were pretty good. So I think this gets the right race here, gets the right um, gates. Uh, the 1.5 kilo claim brings it in uh, to a reasonable weight and I think it can run well. Excellent. Race 7 kicks off the quaddy, 1,500 metre benchmark, 78. Who do you like here? I'm going to stick with floating. I have tipped it um, both runs in this time in. Um, I'm going to give it one more go. Uh, I think it's got some ability. Again, some of its runs, it's, it's probably set itself just a bit too big a task in, in some decent races, um, and it's had big weights. Uh, so 56 is probably a better weight here where it could use its turn of foot. Gate 1's slight. Slight concern, but that may be okay. Um, just sneaking a, some runs through on the rails there. It's a couple of scratchings already, and um, I expect it runs well with J-Mac on board. Uh, I th I think the Hawks team will think they've gotten in into this race really well with Newlywed. It's getting, uh, claiming under the minimum. I don't know what Zach Lloyd rides, actually. should have checked that. Uh, getting in bottom weight, 52 kilos. Uh, with Lloyd on, uh, save from the midweeks for this drier track, I think they'll think, this is a very big winnable race for it, and uh, we're putting its best foot forward here around the $6 mark uh, on top for me. And a couple of fresh horses here. Podium Queen, last trial was really good for the Wallace Day. We're coming over from 
New Zealand. Uh, and I like Miss Madison. Nice trial since often. Okay, resumption uh, from a long spell. So it's uh, next best for me. I've just had enough of floating. So that and gate one, I just left it out. Goes Pretty good race, one. actually, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, as is this next one. Those are the next three, actually. Uh, 1,300 metre, the form might stuck up all right, but to your point, uh, all fresh up could lead there. Some of these um, some of these internationals might have some something up their sleeve heading to Queensland as well. Um, they've all trialled pretty well. The girls at benchmark 78 is up next, over 1,300 metres. A uh, couple of easy bets we would have, actually. The first is Lech Vate, who um, was flying last prep, freshen up, missed, skipped the carnival, nice trial to tick over. And there's a real line chaser here. I think uh, around the 30, 12 or 13 buck mark is a nice play. And I think that the penny has dropped for Air to Air, who has gone to the Waterhouse team, uh, didn't miss a start, run well, sat wide, and um, won pretty comfortably at midweeks. Comes to town, I think it's a different horse to what we've seen in previous preps. So both around a double-figure mark, I'm going to have something on them. Uh, from Short Shorts, who will get control and slightly back in grade and distance probably suits. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Good race again. What are you thinking? Yeah, I like Short Shorts back in grade here. Um, I, you know, had to do a lot of work at Ram Weekend Lead and really wasn't wasn't uh, a leader's type track at Ram Week there and Sprangler could just... <clears throat> Bless me. Uh, <laughs> could just sit sit and go straight past it. Um, I thought uh, on a drier track there, it would have probably been super hard to beat. Um, gets a better track here as long as the conditions stay okay. Uh, gets in now with a kilo and a half claim, gate one. Um, might be able to control this or get the right sit and be too good. Uh, benchmark 100 on the card over 1,400 metres is where Democracy Manifest has lobbed. Are you with it? 100%. It was uh, dominant first up, and I expect some further improvement here. Um, this is this is probably an easier race, if you ask me. Um, and I just liked everything about it. It's run there. It just sat on the fence, uh, no panic, and exploded away. Could have won easier. Uh, yeah. Marrera's had to ride on it now, and gate seven's perfect. can go sit wherever it wants. Beautiful. Uh, I'm, I was wishing it was going into the race earlier, so I could back both of these, but uh, I have Cole Crusher on top. I think it gets a cosy lead. I think there's no other pace here. I like Brad Rewilla going on. First time we've seen him in town for a bit, and um, just gets complete control. It was only an ab late by Villano. You would, would lap these, uh, and you're getting an each-way price to find out, about the uh, 5 or $6 mark there. On top for me now, uh, obviously terrified of Democracy Manifest. We'll probably try and cover it. I think they're the only two hopes. Nothing else here interested me in the slightest. So uh, sticking solid with it, uh, we'll cover those two in a quaddy. We've got the boys' version of the benchmark, 78, 1,300 metres to wrap us up. Uh, and I'm going to stick with Exilatus. We'll see some of the form, how well that stacks up uh, earlier on in the day. Uh, on top for me here, and what price is it? Yeah, around the five-buck mark. Looks good to me. From Capo Strada, who uh, might get control here. Uh, might get an easier time up front than what it's had. Depends what uh, who Esco wants to do, but it didn't want to lead last time. So, uh, And also, I think it might not be a horse. Just sort of plot up the straight there. So Capo Strada and Exilatus, 
the main two for me. Uh, I'll think about Starman, who second up might be better for that run. What are you doing here? Awful race. Yeah. Uh, wasn't keen on it at all, and uh, hopefully I'm in front by the time I get to here. Um, I had Exolitas as well. Thought it could run well. This is a pretty open race. Um, winning form could be good form for a race like this, and it's won its last two. Uh, any natural improvement after that first up run, and it can figure quite highly in this race. So Exolitas on top. Lovely. Uh, let's get to the Randwick Quaddy. First leg, I'm going to go one podium queen, two Kyobi, eight floating, nine man behind the money, ten Miss Madison, eleven money from the sky, and fourteen newly wed. Second leg, two short shorts, seven Likvate, eight Picaronis, ten Sonora, who we didn't mention, but we'll run well, eleven air to air. Third leg, one Coal Crusher, seven Democracy Manifest. And last, we'll come home with three Exilatus, eight Starman, nine Capistrata. You got a best in value for progretracing.com.au? Yeah, my best is race nine, number seven, Democracy Manifest. And my value bet comes up in race six, number three, Quality Time. <clears throat> I was wishing... Democracy Manifest went earlier because Cold Crusher would have just won that race. Uh, yeah, I'll stick solid. Race nine, uh, race nine, number one, Cold Crusher. Value race eight, number seven, Lek Vate. Around a twelve dollar mark for me. We head down to the hillside track again, where there's a bit of rain around today, but should stick in the dead range. Rail moves out three meters. Should be right, be able to make ground there. Uh, Treat it's pretty fair. Running on down the middle. Perhaps by later in the card, we kick off again with the babies over 1,000 metres. How are you going to start the day down south, Peter? Yeah, I like when Stokes brings these first starters over to Melbourne. Uh, it's got Nolan aboard. So I'm going to go for Prince Zero, number three. Um, looks to have a little bit of ability, and I think it can get us off to a nice start. Beauty. Uh, very much a, a watch and learn race for me, but I did think Prince Zero trialled well, showed nice pace in both. Um as did Liberami. Uh, they're the main two, but we'll know more afterwards as we tend to when they haven't raced before. The staying race on the card, benchmark 78, 2,400 metres. Uh, and I think uh, I think you can go first because Mr. Blackwood's been scratched. So I've just got to work out who I'm going to tip here. You go. Yeah, I'm going to go for Sing for Peace from the Paddy Payne stable. Um, showed it was a true stayer last start over the 3,000 at, at Sandown. Uh, and that was a pretty good run, just kept grinding away. So um, we know it'll run well. Might be a little bit sharper over the 2,400. Has some ability on the way up. Uh, number two for me. Yeah, not a particularly entertaining race, to be honest now. Um, yeah, probably me too. Two from four for me. Uh, the third leg is a 1,300-metre benchmark 70, uh, where we saw a lot of these clash through the last time. Again, I... There's nothing I really want to stamp here. Uh, I'm going to give a chance, though, to Charming Die now, second up, around $16 mark. Was on the heels of those in the finish last time out. Better for the run. Up in trip, I think both look pretty good. A bit of a claim for Heffel, who is flying. Um, I'll put it on top from uh, Holy Lolly and Clarity. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I'm going number 10, Aquilero. Okay. On the yeah. Young Stable. 
I liked uh, its first up win at Pakenham. Uh, thought it showed a ton of uh, courage there to keep grinding away to win that. Um, and I think the horse that ran seconds uh, got a little bit of ability as well. So good way to break through its maiden, was was fancied in that. And I think it can bring that form to this and uh, account for itself. Beautiful. Uh, 1,400 metre for the three-year-old is up next. We're in a race where the pace looks a little bit muddling. I'm going to stick with aiming here. I thought both runs have been good. I think it gets control. Uh, I don't think there's any other leader in this race. Again, the claim for Carlene. Uh, we'll cross from the outside gate and should give you a sight with uh, the rest of these all sort of attached to each other. Uh, I went looking for Castilian, who I really wanted to find out to a better, a more suitable distance. Perhaps a bit disappointed both runs this time. So went around that. Uh, and Toronto Terry just doesn't run a bad race. Uh, was brave again last time out and a rightful favourite. What are you thinking? No, I'm going for Toronto Terrier. I tipped it last start. Um, got beat by a fairly good horse, and I think that wasn't that was a that was a fairly solid effort in that. I think gate seven here with the 54 kilos. I think it can uh, run extremely well and get gets its chance to break through here. We've got the uh, a couple of races bought, bought over from Anzac Day. The first of which is a 1400 meter listed Anzac Day Stakes for the two year olds. Uh, Good little race. What are you thinking this way? Yeah, look, uh, quite an interesting race here of, of chances. I've gone for legacies uh, basically due to the Moody Nolan comb- combination. Uh, first up was pretty good at, at Cranbourne, was well fancied. Um, I think uh, it's a genuine um, improver here and uh, that combination is hard to beat in these types of races. I'm fairly keen on the chances of Kill the Krug here. I thought that was arrogant its last win. It was held up, held up, held up, had to cross heels, get out, and still one hard held. Uh, may not say much for the horses it beat, but 400 metres looks like it's suited. Uh, I like the $7, and I'm going to back it each way. Uh, really keen, actually. From Legacies, you might, as you said, might have plenty of upside. It is second up for the Moody Stable. He doesn't miss too often when he brings these horses to these sort of races. 1,000 metre race for the three-year-olds. Got plenty of two- and three-year-old racing throughout this card. Uh, and another one I'm pretty keen on, as the market suggests, is Katsu. But that was a great resumption of great trials, of doing some great stuff last preparation. I think uh, there's plenty of upside here. I like uh, the run it's going to get. can just chime in when it wants to. And uh, I'll take the even money. Main danger for Suto, who you did find last time out and did win well. So... Have to respect it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, same, same. Katsu for me. Um, it was flew first up. That was a great run. Um, no reason why it won't repeat that. And uh, hard to beat. What have we got next? We've got another 1,000 metre race this time for the benchmark 84s. Who do you like here, Beaver? Yeah, interesting race. I'm sticking with Foxycon. Um it's, it's a horse that I've been following and I'll continue to follow here. Sat off the pace last start and just kept grinding away, grinding away um, to win on the line. Gate two again here, two kilo claim, 53 and a half. I think it gets a similar run just behind the pace. Hopefully it opens up and it it's, um, cruises through. Absolutely. Yeah, when I did the race on Monday for the Tuesday show, I had snapped on top, but uh, the fresh blood here, 
has caught my eye. I've got Foxicon on top as well. Typically another good day for Carleen Heffel, <clears throat> but everything you said just gets a right run, gets last shot, uh, will be very hard to beat. Bluestone's the best 20s chance all day, uh, going really well before getting stuck out on a limb at Mooney Valley. Uh, a better run here, or oh, a swooping tractor suit here uh, will give you a great sight at the price. And do your punk, uh, Moody might well train the Cornella here. I've gone right away around that other lead-up race. So um, I'm with you in terms of that. We've got the St. Ledger 3,000 metres listed race up next uh, where I I wanted to get rid of the St. Ledger trial form, the Midnight Go race, uh, but I was left with pretty much nothing else. So... Couple here, I might have a, a spec on first. Is winning bed. He's got winning bid, right connections, uh, different lead up. Did Tewksbury ring yesterday? I think I saw you tipped it. I a scratch. Uh, okay, it was in Tewksbury had gone somewhere else, but uh, right connections to come to a race like this. Busted young team, going quite well out to the three thousand should suit, and pulverizer who's had the twenty four hundred meter run. Uh, I think he's the only one who has and gets a nice. Uh, will stay. Might give you a side at 30s. As I said, the, the lead-up felt icky to me, but at the end of the day, there's not much else here. What do you think? Yeah, look, pretty pretty awful affair, actually. Um, yeah. Very hard to get a line on. I went for winning bid, just went away from some of the other form as well. Um, ran second behind Tewksbury yesterday, uh, the last start. Um, its form has been ultra-consistent. This isn't a strong affair, I guess, um, you know, hard to find uh, something that really stands out. So I thought it was just had different form around some different horses where the other ones had continued to race each other and um, was had only plotted. So winning bit on top for me. The listed anniversary Vars 1,400 metres is up next. Can anyone turn the tables on Cardinal Gem? I don't think so. Um, Cardinal Gem was outstanding last start. I was super keen and uh, it franked uh, my opinion I think uh, obviously uh, up a little bit in weight here, goes up six kilos on that win, but that was group three company um, back to listed here. But gate one, I think that that probably means it can get whatever run it likes here. Uh, still some good horses in this, but uh, some some of these horses haven't shown their best form for some time when you look at the likes of Bermudez and Buffalo uh, River. Uh, Cherry Tortini, uh, Resuming is a knockout chance, and Mega Mia always runs well, but uh, Cardinal Gem on top for me. Yeah, I can't see anyone to, from that last race turning the tables here as long as it gets even luck, which they tend to at Hillside. Uh, I think it wins again. Uh, if you're looking for dangers, Cherry Tortoni, as you said, uh, any sting out of the ground, is its advantage trials were good. Uh, might be best horse in the race. And, uh, yeah, the different form on Mega Mia coming here will run well. Um, pretty simple race for me to do, actually. The last is a benchmark 78, and we get to see two uh, exciting chances here. I think the market's in the right order. Carolee Rocks, first time over from Perth, was very impressive last time and um, hit the line beautifully on top for me from Party of One, who was heavily backed last time and just given absolutely no chance there. Uh, a bit more luck here. We'll be in the finish again. And I think the Circle of Magic is the only pace here Around 13 bucks, it uh, is one for your trifectas will lead and may well hold on and run a place. What are you thinking? Yeah, tricky little affair, isn't it? Um, Carolee Rocks with the gate 14 and the 58 and a half as party for one. You're right, party for one, I think was a good run last start. Yeah. Um, 
wasn't given the best chance and still uh, managed to finish a, within half a length of Foxycon. Um, I think that'll be a good guide. I've got it on top, um, party for one, to beat Carolee Rocks just due to the, the slight weight pull and the better draw. Have you got a quaddie for us? Have I ever? Yay. Um, my quaddie numbers are first leg starting in race seven. I am going number four, distillate. Number number three, do your punk. Number six, foxy con. Number eight, bluestone lane. And number 10, snapped. In the next leg, I'm going number one, Midnight Glow. Number three, Highland Hill. Number four, Kentucky Nick. Number eight, Musgrave. And number 12, Winning Bid. In the third leg, I'm going number one, Cardinal Gem. Number two, Cherry Tortoni. Going skinny there. And then to finish off, I'm going number six, Carolee Rocks. Number eight, Party for One. And number 12, Circle of Magic. Excellent. Best in value, we might be in lock here. Number race nine, number one, Cardinal Gem is my best bet of the day. And my value bet is... I'm just trying to find what I had. And it was a bit earlier. Race three, number 10, Aquilero. Uh, race nine, number one, uh... Cardinal Gem is my best, and race five, number one, Chill the Krug, my value, who I did give good thought to actually making my best. I think it does run well here. Uh, we've got black type racing from two other states. Do you want to, uh, what do you like in Queensland? Have you had a look there? Yeah, I've had a look at Queensland. Uh, pretty keen on race three, number three, King Kappa. Yep. I think it can resume and, and win. Uh, in race four, number 10, one start, one win, App and Girl. I think you can make it two from two. And then when we get down to later in the day, I think race seven, number six, Antino, I think that'll be winning. And I certainly think race eight, number one, Private Eye, I think it wins as well. Mm, I was on Rothfire for a lot last time. Don't know why I had to tell you that. Anyway, uh, more for you, we've got the Australasian Oaks over there where Arts, Heads, uh, am I that keen on it? Not really. Uh, interesting race. I might have something in that race uh, race nine, number four, as time goes by, we're in our 13 bucks. I do think Heuristic will win, though. Race five, number one in the Breeders' Stakes at Morphophil. Uh, very impressive last time, bringing the Sydney form to Adelaide. I think it wins again under Todd Panel. Uh, anything else around Australia? Uh, nothing else for me, mate. Beauty. Good job. Thank you. Uh, good punting tomorrow, guys. Enjoy the weather today. Apparently, it's about to rain in Sydney tomorrow, but uh, we'll be back next Wednesday morning with a midweek preview. Uh, it's Warnable next week. What are we doing for that? Anything special? I guess we better do something, Matt. Uh, let's have a look. Let's confer and let's get some tips out there for the punters. A couple yep. of shows, maybe. Yeah, I think we might double down on some shows during next week. Uh, all right. Uh, in, good luck at the ball. We'll talk before then. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Take care. Bye. <laughs>